Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. If it's not the goat, then they're full of sheep. Yeah. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. How you doing this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen? Great show plan for you today. Great show plan. We got my guy, Jake Madison, coming in at 3 o'clock. We got our 3.15. We got my man, David Grubb, coming in at 4.15. And then 5.15, we got Chris Rosvoglu coming in as well. We're going to be talking a wide array of things from the NFL uh, to the Pelicans to, you know, a bunch of things. Even a little Major League Baseball with my man, David Grubb. But I have a guest with me today. We got my man. He hosts a little bit of my pods with me. We got my guy, Lil Ridge. What's up, brother? Not much, not much, man. Loving to be here. It's really exciting. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. So uh, so uh, tell the people a little bit about your sports fandom. They've heard you before on, like, some of the boxing segments we've done. But just just be this is a different audience, new audience. Tell them a little bit about yourself. I had to get someone to come talk with me today. Yeah, no. So um, I currently go to LSU, and obviously, like, my world surrounds LSU sports, so baseball, football, gymnastics, almost anything related to LSU sports. But also, I've been boxing for five or six years. I'm a big boxing guy. I love MMA, um, football. Really, I love all sport, to be honest. But, like, if you need, like, specific teams, I'd say Saints, Pellies. And then when it comes to, like, soccer, I'm Real Madrid or Tottenham Hotspur in the Spanish or English football leagues. Okay, now, look, I'm, I, I keep it real on this show. I'm not going to let him lie to y'all. I'm not going to let him lie to y'all. He's a bandwagon fan. Oh, my God. He pulls for the winning team each and every time. 
No, no, no. I don't pull for the winning teams. I bet on winning teams. Okay. Oh, so okay. it used to be pull. Yeah, yeah. It used to be not. You, 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 it used to be okay. Arrive. I just had to just had to make sure. But yeah. glad to have you with me today. First off, you can go check on 1033thegoat.com for um all the articles we have up. Right now, Blaze has a U.S. Women's National Team article up for the SOC for the Women's World Cup. Got a Livy Dunn NIL article up by myself. And then uh, Cajuns announced the dates for homecoming and themed game days. But did you see Coach O on the beach risen up those ladies? Yeah, I mean, look, he's getting it on. He was with his lady. He was with his lady. I mean, look, he's, he's just trying to, he's still working it out, showing that he still has it. Look. Coach O, it went viral. You can go find it on 1033thego.com. But he was in Miami. I'm, ass- I'm assuming it was Miami because he was at, a, um, he was at a, 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 a modeling event as well. He was at a, this, uh, this fashion show he took place in. Hmm. And it was like, okay, I see you, Coach O. See you. And then on the beach, risen up the ladies. I mean, look, Coach O says he has to get it how he is, man. So, I mean, look, if he, if he has to, he just has to. He approaches any woman he wants to. I mean, look, he is Coach O at the end of the day. He is. He is. <laughs> but do you think he learns from his mistakes on what got him fired in the first place? I mean, look, an old dog keeps doing the same thing every time. <laughs> so, I mean, you may be able to take him out of Louisiana, True. but he's still going to be. True. And he's still going to be clowning. Yeah. That's, what, that's a fact. That's Coach O for you. All right, but y'all can check all those stories out at 1033thegoat.com. I guess the breaking news of the day is the Washington football, well, the Washington Commanders Man. owner is out. Magic Johnson's ownership group oh, in. I didn't, I didn't even know well, that. Well, Magic, Magic Johnson, he's a minority owner. Oh, okay. He's so a it's minority like a consortium? owner. Like a, group of, like a group of investors pulled yeah, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. And, uh... Magic Johnson literally, he I'm gonna let him give his speech that he gave today. Um, so basically they had a big meeting of like all the old Washington football team legends, uh, the current coaches, Terry McLaurin, uh the new the other new uh, the majority owner, who I believe is Is it the Snyders? No, the Snyders are out. The that's Snyders that, are out. that's yeah. who's out. That's who's out. But I the new m- majority owner, what is this guy's name? Um. Oh, Josh Harris. Josh Harris, yeah. Josh Harris teamed up with Magic Johnson and a bunch of other people. Let's hear from Magic Johnson real quick. Magic said, we may change the name again. Like, what? Again? I got thoughts on that. Let's hear Magic right here on 103.3. The Goat. Josh and I talked. The first thing I said was, do you want to win? And he said, yes. I said, I'm in. Because I don't invest in sports teams to just for ego. I invest to win. Josh. First off, does Magic think he about to make a big difference in this? Like, I don't invest in sports team to lose. I invest to win. I mean, he's he's buying 2% of a winning mentality. I mean, if that's what he wants to call... Winning, I mean, then that's, I guess, I'm him. Just, I mean, my thing is just, like, how much could he actually, like, this is not basketball. He's not going to affect the the situation. He's just collecting a check and putting his name on it. I mean, look, chase the bag all you want, but I will say that, like, his connection is so loose to football that, yeah, he'd have absolutely no impact. That's on, It's like his soccer team he owns. It's yeah. like, not doing anything. I mean, look, it's passive income, so True. <laughs> for, for him, it's fine. I'm not mad at it for him. Yeah. Go do your thing. Uh, he he owned now. 
his his best team is the Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers win. The Dodgers win World Series a lot. All the, time. The, the Los Angeles Football Club, not so much. Mm. They just won the MLS. Oh, they did. Yeah, they just won the MLS. Oh, I yeah. Oh, so, okay. Well, Magic got two winners on his hands. Uh, does he? He's part of the LA Sparks, which we know wins. Yeah, they win. And then now the Washington. Okay, I get. Let me take it yeah, back. I yeah, give him credit. He wins. He, he wins, he but wins. It's, it's a combined five percent win. Also, it's not like much he's doing. That's my thing. Well, it's like, but but all ownership groups really have no hand in like the day to day operations of sports teams. You know what I'm saying? True, true, true. Well, some. I mean, Jerry Jones does. Okay, but Jerry Jones is a rare exception of a GM, owner, head coach, manager, assistant <laughs> coach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but Dove Climb is reporting that. Magic Johnson, the new Washington Commanders minority owner, said the team will consider a name change after the season. Is that too much? That, we yeah. just we literally went from I'm not gonna say the name, but the you know the, yeah. the controversial name. I can say it. it's not it's not it's not a problem. The Redskins. Yeah, we went from the Redskins to the football team, and then now they're the Commanders. I'm not gonna lie. I wish they would have stayed the football team. Look, they can't go back now though. I mean, they're putting their graphic design team through. Work. So I mean, <laughs> if they want to keep, if they want to keep making money, then look, change names all you want. But I will say that, like, it kind of hurts, like from the fan side. Like you always yeah. have to get something new to match with what mm. the current team is. Now, if you got jerseys from it, the Redskins days, the football team days, and now the Commanders, and yeah. all, uh, none of those jerseys will be applicable if Magic Johnson and, and um, Josh, what's his name, Josh Allen, Josh. Josh, Josh Allen is the, Josh, is the uh, new, new owner. I, for, I forget the Washington owner. See, that's Josh the problem. Harris. It's Josh that's Harris. A, that's the problem with having Magic Johnson. It's just magic now. <laughs> it's just I don't know who Josh Harris that, is. That's the point of celebrity owners, though. True. It's to generate buzz around their names. True, 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 true. Teams. True. So, and, and honestly, it puts Josh Harris in the background so he doesn't have to be yeah. the face of well, it. Yeah, and they always do it through a company anyway. Facts. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, to that point, I feel for the fans. Some people on Twitter were saying the Red Wolves, the Red Tails. Uh, go back to the Washington football team, the Sentinels. I think the Sentinels. I think they're bringing back all the names from the old list whenever they were the football team, and then they pick the commanders. I feel like that's what they want. Yeah. These are the names they wanted yeah. that they didn't get. And so now it's like, oh, you get a second shot. Look, I mean. But well, as a fan, I'd be mad. I would be extremely mad. What would you, do you think, I don't think the commanders is bad. I mean, I don't mind commanders, but also football team wasn't horrible. Now, again, it is Washington, D.C., so I could get, like, the Senators, but that's very close to the NHL team, the Ottawa Senators. So, like, I mean, look, honestly, Washington football team was fine to me. 269-1077. I told y'all, phone lines open all show. Y'all can call multiple times. Where The Dave rule is not in act because Dave is driving back from Nashville. Shout out to my guy, Dave. Um, but y'all can call in. Let us know. Do you think the Washington Commanders should change their name? Do you think the Washington Commanders should keep their name or you know do you not care because it's washington <laughs> yeah, it's not like any but, of us are true true washington commander fans, fans. Yeah. True, true 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 but look the real fans were outside um the arena today saying thank you josh thank you josh snyder's gone if you're dan snyder you know you gotta be salty because everyone wanted you gone I mean, look. How I, do you? But I mean, six point you, six you, point you, five you, billion dollars sale. You, you, hey. Yeah, look. I, hey. Look, I mean, look. You can laugh at me, get mad at me all you want, but I mean, I'm walking away with plus five or six billion dollars than what I would have had whenever I bought the team. So honestly, it's the best financial decision Dan Snyder has made. Yeah, true, like, true. Yeah, I mean, 
you buying the team for pennies on the dollar and now you're selling it. And you did all kind of shady, yeah. messed up stuff, and you walking away with six points. It's a soft exit. A six bill? <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't get the full six bill, but like. If he owned it outright, it'd go straight to him, but I'm sure he has like other investors. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. I'm about to see. I'm about to see. Ooh, phone lines lit up. Welcome into the show, everybody. We're going to get y'all shortly. I just want to see if Dan Snyder owned the Commanders outright. That's what I want to see. Because if he... Oh, no, it's the group. It's the group. Oh, it's a group? Okay. It's a group. So yeah, well, he has to break they up split. There. How much... Uh, he getting at least a billy. I mean, that ain't bad. That's right? not bad, man. <laughs> to say he was horrible, yeah. like, to walk away with a billy, good for you. Even though you're a horrible human being. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. We, we don't, we don't champion Dan Snyder here. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Welcome into the show. Good, mo- good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Uh... This Dan Snyder thing reminds me of when Coach O left LSU. Like, they made that man leave, and they had to pay him. And he's like, all right, I'll be the villain. Y'all can kick me out of town. I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> what a bag. So, I mean, but, I mean, I forgot. Somebody had broke it down how much how much his cut of it, Dan Snyder's cut of it is. But it's a lot. I mean, yeah. the, man, the man definitely got a return on his investment for sure. That's but, a uh, fact. Do y'all point? To your point about changing the name, I think you got to. I think, like, this whole thing has been handled so terribly. I mean, they don't even own the rights to the name Commanders. They don't even have it. So they can't stop third-party companies from selling their merchandise, branded. They oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, now you got to change Yeah, now it, you got to yeah. change it. Yeah, no, there's yeah. no keeping it. You got to now. Yeah, because when they tried to patent it, they got refused because apparently the Air Force and Navy or Air Force and Army or one of those games is called the Commanders. Commander's Cup or some, something like that. And okay. so they couldn't use that name. And then there's a guy who's a super fan who apparently before they announced the names, he bought the trademarks to a bunch of different names. And one of them is the Commanders. And so they don't have rights to it. So they could, they could like still do everything normally, but like I could go make some stuff and they could Commander's gear and call it officially licensed and there's nothing they can do to stop me. Uh, so like, you, you might as well. You mm-hmm. might as well do it. I mean, you got a fresh start. You're, it's over with. It's done. And most people didn't even really like the name anyway. So. True. That's a fact. I mean, That's a fact. I mean, I think you just you just you just go for it, man. But uh, but anyway, guys, enjoy the show, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you for calling, Josh. Appreciate you, brother. Let's take the next caller. Welcome onto the show. How you doing this morning? I mean, this afternoon, Lord. I'm so when I lead the calls, I say this morning, but yeah. this afternoon, how you doing, Dave? What's up, dude? Long time to uh, talk to. You. Anyways, um. Yeah, so uh, what was the team that Harlem Globetrotters always played? Washington Generals, right? Yeah. I'm not losing my mind. I think you're right. I and think let's you're go right. With that. So I kind of actually like the Washington Generals. That's kind of a cool team. Anyways, um, so do you think that that team has to change, like, the color scheme and everything, Ooh, bro? Ooh, that's a, okay. So appreciate the call, Dave, and we'll, and we'll answer that question right now because we're about to have to go to break. I see you, other caller. Uh, we got we to gotta do an interview. I'm sorry because the guest is expecting us to call back after the interview. I appreciate it, uh, but we got to go to break soon. Um, now, to answer Dave's question, and shout out for the question, do they have to change the colors too? I don't think so. The hit because it's the history, but if Josh Harris wants a fresh new start to get rid of all the Dan Snyderness, you could change the colors. I don't think they will. I think the logo and the name is sufficient enough, but you could. Yeah, no, you definitely could. But I feel as though like with 
their colors have always been red and gold. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to whenever they were really, really good, and then it carried on throughout. And so, I mean, I feel as though they're probably going to keep the colors, change the name. All right, all right. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Uh, 103.3 The Goat, let's take a time out. When we come back, going to have my guy Jake Madison from Locked On Pelicans transition into a little NBA talk. We will get back to the commanders because I want to ask Reg, what are five ways we can make the commanders better today going into next season? We'll talk about that after the interview with Jake Madison. Phone lines will be back open after the interview with Jake Madison. Stick around. This is 103.3 The Goat, the best sports talk in Acadiana. If it's not the GOAT, then they're full of sheep. 1033 The GOAT, the greatest sports talk of all time. There's a right way and a wrong way to fight off mosquitoes. Karate chopping the air in a public place in front of your kids and their friends is the wrong way. Using stem mosquito repellent is the right way. Stem effectively repels mosquitoes by harnessing active ingredients found in plants like lemongrass and peppermint, making it safe for use as directed around people and pets. Stem, rooted in nature, optimized by science, and embarrassment-free. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here on Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of nonstop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down an accounts receivable. There she goes with one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless side wave. Susan's putting on a clinic. Susan from Accounts Payable, dominating. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. This is how we do every day. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. 
Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Welcome back to 1033 The Goat. The Sun Belt Conference has become the premier group of five conference in the country. And Sports Chat with Dave Schultz will be live from New Orleans at Sun Belt Media Days Tuesday, July 25th and Wednesday, July 26th. Schultz will be bringing you coaches, players, and media covering the Sun Belt in 2023. The 2023 Sun Belt Media Days are brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrews, a division of Hub International. That's Sports Chat with Dave Schultz live from New Orleans at the 2023 Sun Belt Media Days on the Best Talk Sports Talk and Kadiana 103.3, the GOAT. Now that we got the business taken away, this is Sports Chat with Dave Schultz. Scratch out with Lynn Burton. Filling in for my man Dave today, we have a very special guest transitioning to the NBA, specifically the Pelicans. We have the host of the Locked On Pelicans, my guy, Jake Madison. Good afternoon, Jake. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, man. Yes, sir. You know it. You gotta when it when it's to talk Pelicans. I gotta call my my guy Jake Madison. So, Jake, let me ask you: What were before I get to some of the things that are worrying me? What was your overall take of summer league uh, this summer? And who impressed you? Who do you think you know needs a little work? I'm not gonna say um, we think is a bust already because obviously it's just summer league. Some people we Trey Murphy didn't have the best of first summer leagues. There are multiple players who didn't have their best first summer league. But who do you think needs some work? And who impressed you? And yeah, just give me your overall thoughts on summer league. Yeah, overall, look, I was pretty happy with how they played. They went three and two in those five games that they played out in Vegas and that, you know, they were winning. They were coming back from, you know, deficits. They were at times kind of blowing out teams. So it was a good all around performance, I thought, from the Pelicans out there. And I think, you know, if you're looking at guys who played well, the MVP had to be Darion Sebron, the guy who was on a two way deal last year, played in the G League all season long, got a few games at the NBA level, but he led the team in scoring. He averaged over 18 points per game. Last season in Birmingham, and you saw his real NBA talent was getting downhill and attacking the basket. And he was actually eighth most or eighth best in terms of free throw attempts per game in summer league. And he did that as a guard because he has good size. He's six foot five. He's a big guy. He's lightning fast. And he realized no one could stop him. So he just kind of kept doing the same thing and started letting the game come to him after a really rough game one. He started passing significantly better, not trying to force things, you know, for a team that maybe has an opening at the guard position, depending on what they do with Kyra Lewis Jr. This year, he's a guy that could have maybe made the claim for that because they're over the, into the luxury tax right now. They need cheap options and he would definitely be that, you know, on the, the flip side guys that struggled, though I'm not worried about it, would be Jordan Hawkins, their first-round pick, 14th overall. He did not shoot the ball particularly well in terms of percentage, and they brought him in to be a three-point shooter, to be a court spacer next to Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram next season, and he struggled with that a little bit. But I think when you really watched him play, you know, a lot of his shots were going in, and they were getting halfway down before kind of bouncing up and back out. So I'm not overly worried with what we saw from him. The shooting will come. He's done this at multiple levels where he's been, you know, a very, very good shooter. You you saw him get his three-point shot off in a variety of different ways, which I liked, whether it was simply catch-and-shoot situations, whether it was coming off screens, whether it was coming off pin-downs, whether it was off dribble handoffs. 
whether they were contested three-pointers or uncontested three-pointers. He was kind of doing it all. And that shooting versatility is something the Pelicans desperately needed, and it's why they drafted him. And so I think he's going to ultimately end up being okay. And see, to your point, that's why I'm, I'm not worried about Hawkins. But I, I do think there were things that Hawkins showed, like his ability to get to the basket. There was one play where he dunked off of a rebound. There were things that he showed outside of his shooting that it was like, oh, I didn't know he could do this. And the things that he did show with his shooting, even though it wasn't going in, his ability to cr- uh, go over the screen, one dribble pull up or uh, flare the screen or come off of the screen and shoot immediately. There's a lot of good things there, Jake, for when it's with Zion, B.I., Trey Murphy and Herb Jones. Are you excited for the prospect of what this guy can bring in the sense of what he can do off of screens and the way he can catch and shoot? It, it reminds me very much so of Rip Hamilton. Yeah, I can see that uh, that that NBA comp for him. You know, it's that's why they drafted him because he can do all of that stuff. And they need more shooting. They need more versatility in the offense, particularly in the half court. And he's a guy that excels in the half court. This is someone who's always cutting. His motor is always going. He's never standing still. He has a knack for just kind of finding the right place to be. He knows how to get his shot off quickly. And for a team that finished third to last in three point shooting. They need a guy like that. Zion needs court spacers out there with him, or at least guys that are going to make teams pay for doubling him. Same for Brandon Ingram. And right now, you know, he could have maybe stepped on the team and been the third best three-point shooter on the team already behind TJ McCollum and Trey Murphy. So as they retool this offense to have more creativity in the half court, this is a guy that's really going to unlock that and open things up, and it's only going to make the rest of the players better. Now, one guy in Summer League who we always like to see second-year guys step up and really, you know, lead the team was Dyson Daniels. Talk to me about his future with the Pelicans. Where I'm, I was impressed with his play for the most part. I think we still saw flashes of things he needs to improve, but Dyson is a guy who has to play this year. Yeah, I mean, look, when you watch him play, what jumps out at you is his defensive ability. He, he's a menace out there. He's six foot seven with long arms, and he was NBA ready defensively when they drafted him with the eighth overall pick a year ago. We knew the offense was going to be a work in progress, but when you can have guys that just disrupt your opponent, that can force fast break opportunities, which is something he does a very good job of, you need guys like that. You know, Herb Jones is one of those guys, too, and he just got paid, and, and the Pelicans were really high on him. Dyson kind of does it from more of a point guard perspective. Being able to press the point of attack is a really useful thing in the NBA. And, you know, we saw the Pelicans have a lot of success with that when they had Drew Holiday here, and they've been lacking that ever since. And really, Dyson is designed to do all of that. And also, when you look at this backcourt, at times it's a little bit undersized. You know, they are a little bit short in those positions. Jose Alvarado may or may not be six feet. Let's give him, let's give him yeah. the benefit of the doubt and say he actually is. But CJ is undersized too. So to have a defensive first guard that's six foot seven, which is what Dyson is, I think it's something they really like. You know, in though his shooting and his shot weren't great in summer league, you know, you saw him attack the basket and use his strength, use his size to be able to get to the line, to be able to put pressure on the rim, which fits right alongside Zion Williamson and beyond. Those are guys that get fouled. They go to the line too. If you can help the team get into the bonus early, you're getting free throws the rest of the way. And those are just easy points for you there. So I like what he was doing. He knew the shot wasn't falling. He still shot it anyway, because he needs to work on it. And I like that. And then he found other ways to contribute with whether it was his passing, whether it was using his size. He put on about 10 pounds of muscle to this offseason so far. So he's stronger so he can finish a little bit better. All exactly what you want to see from him.
100%. And see, I, I agree with everything you said, that the Pelicans need that bad. They need that that defensive presence. They need that guy that has that motor that can keep moving, get to the rim. And he does a lot of the things that Lonzo Ball used to do, but instead he's way more aggressive than Lonzo Ball, and it's the things that fans always wanted out of Lonzo Ball. If if Dysons can continuously give us that, that'll be something um, that we need to see all next season. Yeah, I, I'd completely agree with y'all's take, but I also wanted to ask the question, what is the one piece missing to produce the most winning Pelicans team we can see this season? Oh boy, that's that's a loaded question there. Um, you know, I think if you're it, what they really do need to upgrade, I think you know there's there's a piece they feel is missing, and I think they'd like to upgrade the center position. And this is something that we've talked a lot about, where Jonas Valanciunas is probably on the trade block. They've called about guys like Jared Allen, Miles Turner, trying to upgrade that center spot. Just someone who maybe fits, I think, a little bit better for this team. You know, but really what you need is not so much just any other center that fits a little bit better. You do need one that is, you need a big that's almost a volume three-point shooter yep. that you can put yeah. outside next to Zion Williamson. Whether that's a center, whether that's a power forward. Look, Valanciunas can hit some threes, but no one is guarding him on the perimeter. Same for Miles Turner. Same for pretty much any center that you're going to bring in outside of maybe Brooke Lopez. And that was never going to be a realistic option for the Pelicans. So you do need that kind of court spacing center that's going to give Zion a little bit of breathing room while still being good defensively, right? It's Brooke Lopez is who they needed. The problem is there's only one of those guys in the league. Those, those types of three-point shooting, rim-protecting big men, there's not really many of them around. So you're kind of stuck without really an option to kind of plug that hole. I think that's really the piece that would set them over the edge unless you're making a massive, you know, big name move, which I don't feel they're going to be doing this off season, but they do want to upgrade the center position too, in some capacity, maybe even if it's just to use that spot a little bit more efficiently than they did last season and maybe at a cheaper price. Now, do you think that the, the, the luxury tax issues, and I, I want you to explain to the, to the fans of where the Pelicans sit in this, but do you think the fact that we're over the luxury tax right now is why we haven't made a move? Because I know a lot of fans are like, where are the moves, where are the moves, where are the moves? And to your point, it's like, I know we need that center. That's the real move I'm expecting. I know some fans expect it to get more shooting, but do you think the luxury tax is hindering the Pelicans right now to making some of those moves? Yes and no. You know, it's a factor into it. It's not the only factor into it. Certainly, you know, right now they're sitting at about actually $2.9 million into the luxury tax. And they're one of two franchises that has never paid the luxury tax before. So I think they're looking to try and avoid that. And you might be then dumping Jonas Valanciunas and bringing in a worse player that makes less money. They're actively trying to move on from... Kyra Lewis Jr. and kind of like dump him more or less if you can. You know, that the, the problem is that's going to use other assets, first-round picks, second-round picks, which don't really have right now. And it's kind of holding things up until they kind of find one of those deals. The other part of the problem is they don't have a ton of roster spots right now. You know, there's one left. You know, there wasn't really a big crop of big names that they could have gone after in free agency, given where they were. So certainly the luxury tax is limiting it because any, if you do really any trade, you're likely bringing more money back in if you're upgrading your roster. And I don't know if the Pelicans are feeling that just yet. And I, the other factor in a lack of moves is I do think they believe in the team a little bit. 
this was team was first in the West in December, and you don't win a title in December. But look, they got there. They were third in the West when Zion Williamson went down. They had a seven-game winning streak while Brandon Ingram was out injured with Zion leading the way. I think they feel if they're healthy, they're a very good team. The problem is we say that every single year. They're probably a couple of years here where they've been really good, and we just haven't seen them reach the full potential. So how much you know, almost insurance do you need to go and get? How much do you need to kind of bring in because you're planning for injuries to happen, and can you even do that? And I think the fact that they believe in the team a little bit is them partially just kind of stuck with the roster as it is right now, but also I do think they believe in it, and they want to give it a shot and see what they have here. 100%. And see, that's the thing. It's like this team, Dave, I mean, um, Jake, we always talk about if they were healthy, if they were healthy, if they were healthy. And it's like, I understand where the management is like, how can we do anything when we don't even know if we know this team is good, but we, we can't do anything because we haven't seen it. And I can't blame them for wanting to run it back because this is a team where they were first in the West without Brandon Ingram. Like, this, there are things where this team has shown so much promise. Health is such a, a health is such a crucial thing going forward. But another thing going forward is C.J. McCollum ha, has to be better. And C.J. McCollum has to play well. And I think a healthy C.J. will. What's your opinion on him? Because I saw a lot of people on Pelicans Twitter really giving C.J. a hard time. It, look, he wasn't good last year. You know, I, I don't think he was atrocious last year, but he wasn't kind of up to his usual standards, and he'll be the first person to say that. And in fact, he has. But you said it, right? Like, he was really injured. Had a shoulder injury, had a thumb injury. You know, those were real big factors into, you know, I think his, I don't want to say poor play, but subpar play this past season. You know, also, look, they, they weren't a good half-court offense because there wasn't really a half-court offense that they were running. And I think bringing in a guy like James Borrego to be the assistant coach that is brought in to revamp their offense could unlock him a little bit more too if you get him in the right role. You know, and it speaks to kind of the running it back thing. I think they feel there is much more room to grow with this team that they were good last year. And even if you factor in them in healthy, they weren't scratching the surface of their potential. So there's a lot more room for this team to take a leap forward, even if you, even if you don't make changes to the roster. I think CJ's play just kind of fit in with that. You know, if he struggles again this year and he's healthy, I think we have to have a different conversation. But I think at this point in his career, the, being the veteran that he is, he's earned the benefit of the doubt that it was the injuries last year. And hopefully he comes into next season very healthy and he's well-rested and really unlocks him a little bit more. Because there was a stretch in... January and April, in January and February, where he was playing at an all-star level, he was averaging something like 28 points per game. Yep. He was shooting 45% from three. His numbers were outpacing guys like Clay Thompson at times. So I do think there's still a very good basketball player there, and I think he's going to be in store for a rebound season. 100%. And, Jake, the final question I got for you is a lot of discussion around Pelicans media and Pelicans Twitter is, should Trey Murphy start? Where do you fall on that? on on uh that issue should it be a trey murphy and herb jones start with zion and and bi and have cj come off the bench or do you think trey murphy should be the sixth man where do you feel with the array of talent that we have and who should be the starters i do think it matters more who finishes but that is also in the same vein uh a similar question as well with that yeah you know it, that's a big one and i haven't really come down on this yet and I want to see more of what the Pelicans are going to look like offensively in preseason because this question is about do you need Trey's offense more than Herb Jones's defense and 
if this offense can utilize Herb Jones a little bit better, and I think it can, and make him more of an offensive threat, maybe you can still have him in there because his defense is elite, and that's a really important thing, too. If the offense isn't going to make him that offensive threat, you really need to consider starting Trey Murphy. It's also, do you think maybe you put in Trey and you take CJ out and bring him off the bench as your sixth man? But egos and things like that are a factor into it, too. So this is a really complicated question that probably needs like a couple hours to really be dissected and discussed on all of this. So that's coming on Lockdown Pelicans at some point uh but i'm not sure yet it really might come down to what the pelicans offense is going to look like hey and and honestly you're absolutely right this is something that i think would be easier to discuss if we know what the final roster is but it is something that i'm looking forward to see because that is a predicament they're in thank you so much jake for coming on the show tell the people where they can follow you at and get your amazing podcast yeah, of course, it's the Lockdown Pelicans podcast. It's on YouTube. It's wherever you get your podcast. Just search Lockdown Pelicans. We're there Monday through Friday, and I'm on Twitter at Nola Jake. 100%. Thank you so much, Jake. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon, my brother. Of course. Thanks for having me on. That was my guy, Jake Madison. Very interested in what the Pelicans are going to do this upcoming season. Yeah, no, I'd have to agree totally. The only thing is we're just going to have – really, this is a team where – you have to see them on the court first before you can make a real diagnosis of what the problems may be and what you need to do. The only problem is, is you're already playing. And the thing is, it's like you ha- you have to wait until everybody's healthy and you have to wait to see how they look in this upcoming season. We, we said it multiple times. Zion has to play 67 games this year. He has to. If not, then you start to look to should we move Zion Williamson. And that goes for Brandon Ingram too. Brandon Ingram has to play 67 games because he has missed – a lot of games as well. So very interesting where we are with the Pelicans. But let's take a time out. Let's get a timeout going right here on 103.3 The Goat. When we come back, going to talk five things that can make the Washington Commanders better right now going into next season. We'll talk about some of the things that they need to change overall in their franchise as well as players. Five things I've come up with. See if Reg agrees with me, if he has any takes. And phone lines are open, 269-1077, 269-1077. When we get back, talking more sports right here on 103.3 The Goat. Free 1033, the goat app now. You go mail and the very latest sports news now. Did he say what I think he said? 1033, the goat. Tired of trying to put your staffing puzzle together? We call Lawton. They recruit, screen, and interview people, so they're right for the job. We've got the right person to fit your needs. Lawton Staffing Services, 269-0500. Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. 
access to meaningful employment, access to the veterans' benefits they've earned, accessible homes and vehicles, and access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic sports in Louisiana. This message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. Mess with the goat. <laughs> You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because <laughs> that's what goats do. 103.3, the goat. Where you scratch out the name, yeah. but on radio, it's hard to to, to get that message across. It's better but, in sitcom format. Yeah, and look, it's better in TV show format as well. But 103.3 The Goat. Look, Sports Chat with Dave Schultz will be live in uh, live in New Orleans for Sunbelt Media Days. The Sunbelt Conference has become the premier group of five conference in the country. And Sports Chat with Dave Schultz will be live from New Orleans at Sunbelt Media Days, Tuesday, July 25th, and Wednesday, July 26th. Schultz will be bringing you the coaches, players, and media covering the Sunbelt in 2023. The Sunbelt Media Days are brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International. You don't want to miss it. Make sure you're tuned in to 103.3 The GOAT on July 25th and 26th. Now, back to the Washington Commanders. As we said, the name has changed. If you have an eye, oh, as we said, they are interested in changing the name per Magic Johnson and Josh Harris. If you have an idea for the name change, you can call in 269-1077, 269-1077. But I want to discuss five things that can make them better. But before we even do that, 
courtesy of my guy Dan Lust at Conduct Detrimental. He is a sports lawyer. It's where sports and law have the intersection, and he's really big into that, and, I, and, I'm, and he always helps us with these great articles explaining you know, the legal process of all this. Dan Snyder might have exited as an owner with a $6.05 billion sale, but he also exited with a $60 million fine. Well, they had to slap it on him. I mean, Jeez, look. That's the biggest fine in NFL history. I mean, it's, it's just a sign saying, look, you may exit with money, but we're also going to show that we can still enforce that these things won't be tolerated in the NFL. They had to, they released the investigation findings of Mary Jo White and the fine of Snyder was released right after. Jeez, man. Like, Goodell said the findings speak for themselves. We had an obligation to release these publicly. We shared those with the ownership today, and we had a full discussion on that. The mother owner said, look, we're getting him out of here. Well, I mean, yeah, look. If, if you can get 32 other billionaires to say that you're not needed, then I guess it is just time to go. And so you cash out, but you're going to have to take that fine from the NFL. Yeah, you will. You will. And... That's the that's the crazy thing. It's like these other owners had to be worried that Dan Snyder had some dirt on him, but they said, you know what? We're doing it anyway. I wonder, is he gonna write a book or like <laughs> write, write his tell all or something? Because like <laughs> he said before, he was like, he was like, if y'all make me sale, I'm gonna tell all the secrets. You think he will? I mean, look, if I don't know if he will, he might. And I mean, if he does, at the end of the day. No one really would care. Mm. In all honesty, like, sure, he may have this tell-all book, but also how do you trust someone who also has blood on their hands as well? You can't just erase what you've done because you're writing about what other people may have done, mm. whereas yours are confirmed. True, 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 true. But I think people will care. I, I think I think the sports fans will care. People like me who do this job every oh, yeah. day will care, and we'll, people like that will make it care. Because, like, imagine if he drops... Oh, Jerry I'm, Jones, yeah, 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 he, the yeah, body's yeah. here. Oh, like. yeah, okay. If, if it's those kinds, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah. Like, he's I'm, like, oh, y'all said that I was accused of sexual assault. Jerry Jones did this, or oh, okay, yeah. Robert Kraft did this. It would also depend upon the type oh, of thing that he'd be And the owner. Because if it's Jerry, Robert, oh. uh, I'm trying to think of any more big-name popular uh, owners in Kraft. the NFL. Yeah, Robert Kraft, that's Rob. Oh, uh, Jerry Jones, those are the only two I can think of that people would care about. Oh, I don't maybe think the Cronkies with Los Angeles. True. They yeah. care about the Cronkies. The Cronkies, the Cronkies are everything. rich. Yeah. yeah, they own everything. No, for sure. But like Arthur Blank for the Falcons, I don't <laughs> think anybody would care. Yeah. So it depends on who he's about to dish dirt on. But let's go to the phone lines. Welcome into the show. How you doing this afternoon? Oh, it's marvelous day. What's going on, fellas? So, who, who's our guy with us, Lenny? This my who's this guy? my guy, Reg. He does a lot of my podcasts with me. Good dude. I've been knowing him his whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You doing? True, 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 true. Okay. Now, I want to say this, Reg. Don't let Lynn lie to you. <laughs> no, no. I'm warned. This a long time ago. All Lynn do is lie. Oh my God. Okay. He try to get on you about running and jumping and pulling for winning teams only. <laughs> he just recently had to, a choice to choose a baseball team. Oh. He chose a losing team, which means a franchise only got two chips. Oh. My team, Yankees, got 27. The but most of any franchise. Y'all in last place in the MLB right now. But doesn't matter. We got 27 chips. We could take a break. Yo, uh, I mean, look, y'all in last place. Y'all in last place. We could take an 85-year break and nobody still going to catch us We're up. We're talking about this year. Is, this year. This <laughs> year. It doesn't matter. We thought, hey, 27 chips. I'm, I'm, too, too, I'm too long <laughs> on. Deep, deep. Now, 
He chose the Phillies to bandwagon yeah. a winning team. Yeah, so look. He didn't choose a losing team. He didn't choose a team that's like the Yankees with 27 chips in last place for now. I didn't bandwagon a winning team. team. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say the Phillies are bandwagon, bandwagon a winning, the winning team. team it would have been the Braves. That yeah, would have been, yeah, that yeah. been bandwagon. Uh, no, no, no. Or like picking yeah, up I'm the Astros. <laughs> Do, do, do the Phillies have a winning record right now or losing record? They got a winner. They're second in their division. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Choo, 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 choo. Now, <laughs> I want to talk about these Washington Commanders. Go ahead. What they going to change the name to Washington Lakers? <laughs> oh, my gosh. With Magic. <laughs> no, no seriously. I think, I think I love Magic being in ownership. I mean, everything he touched really goes gold. He reminds me. I mean, LeBron reminds me of him, you know. Um, I think it's great having a partial uh, minority owner. You know what I mean? He got a stake in this. That's really good for football, NFL, in the um, right direction. I do think they do need to change that name. That's an ugly, stupid name. Mm, you don't like Since the commanders. I I, no, I didn't like football. Washington football. They could have stayed the Redskins for all I care. Mm. I, I, you know what I mean? But if you're going to go from there, come up with a better name. Come up with a better name. Um I think it's a great thing that happened to that Washington team with new ownership for all that was going on. I, I wonder now, since um, the old owner out, with all that dirt come up now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that's what I was saying. Now, that's, yeah. what I was yeah. that's what we're talking him. about. If, he, if he's just going to start telling on everybody, I mean. He's bitter. He's yeah. bitter. Hey, if I was him, I would. It's just like Frank Lucas said on that movie. <laughs> he didn't want those other guys. He wanted them dirty cops. Remember he said mm, that? Yeah, yeah, he did. Well, well, Schneider need to get them dirty owners. See, That's you, how I feel. You, you want him. He <laughs> said he got, he has this caller, Reg, has a bias and a reason why he wants yeah. this to come out. He wants Jerry Jones's uh, to, to be... Oh, he just want, yeah. yeah, he want Jerry Jones, man. He just want he Jerry Jones out of there. He's just not a big Cowboys guy. Look, I get I, it. No, I don't want Jerry gone. I don't want Jerry gone. I want Jerry to live 200 years. Oh, my God. Because one guy's <laughs> Long as he's in charge and running the show, they're going to always be trash. I love Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, oh, I love Jerry. Jerry's doing a great job. Jerry keeps but him at the bottom. I don't mind, I don't mind seeing him exposed. Mm. I don't mind those owners being exposed, period, because of what happened to Kaepernick. Mm. And some some of those owners had died after they said something racist. You know what I mean? The, and the stuff and what they said and what they did and how they're doing things, how they're messing up the NFL, how they're running it. And then you got... The president of them all is uh, Roger Gardell. He's the blame guy. They pay him. The owners run the whole league. He's the blame guy. That's what his job is to do. But he did some dirty stuff, too. And after all what they did to my saints, get him. I'm out. <laughs> Appreciate you for calling. That's smoke, dog. That is a caller that gets beat in NBA 2K by yours truly religiously. <laughs> religiously. But let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking more sports right here on 103.3 The Goat. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter.com F-R-E-E. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. 
I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease, causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Every second counts in a poison emergency. That's why Poison Help is standing by 24-7 to provide free assistance in over 100 languages. Save Poison Help as a contact in your phone today. Poison Help. 1-800-222-1222. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. You tune in Friday afternoon. We're having us a good time. Let's vibe out a little bit. Whispers. Yes. Sports chat with Scratch Out Lynn Burton on 103.3. The GOAT filling in for my guy, Dave Schultz. And in my role, well, not necessarily in my role because I produce Dave's show as well as co-host. But in my co-hosting role, we got Lil' Ridge. Yeah, hey, how we doing? We're back. Hi, so how how was the first hour? You know, first hour in radio. You're used to podcasting. Yeah, I'm used to podcasting. See, you thought we were gonna have to talk the whole time. Yeah, yeah. You, you forgot see, about the ads. Yeah, in podcasting, you have to fill up the entire however long yeah. that you want to record. And sometimes we will record for two hours. And so, for us, we just always have to have a laundry list of topics that we need to talk about and things like that. But no, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, see, see, yeah. not too bad, not too bad. So, 1033 The Goat, you're tuned in. When we come back from break, before we go to uh, our conversation with David Grubb at 415, we're going to discuss five ways to make the Washington Commanders better because we've discussed that uh, Dan Snyder's been fined. We've discussed that ownership is interested in a new name. Well, if you're the, the new ownership, 
What do you do to make this team better? I got five things for him. We'll see if Reg agrees with me. But let's take our final break of the 3 o'clock hour. When we come back, we'll jump right into that on 103.3 The Goat. There's a heat advisor at Acadian Automotive Group. We advise you to get down here for these red-hot deals. Like this brand-new 2023 1500 Bighorn. 23% off the MSRP. That's almost $15,000 off sticker. So come see our team at Acadian Automotive Group where the savings are scorching and excitement is off the chart. Under the big American flag across from the airport, Lafayette. 10% manufacturer's rebate, 13% dealer discount, plus tax settlement license. Visit AcadianaDodge.com. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do. So great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring today. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashana now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Dan Hicks with Paul A. Zinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two-mile-an-hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. It looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. It looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad-spectrum sunscreen. And a generous amount, too. Incredible. That was a masterful performance. That was pretty good, too. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. In the jungle, 
It just isn't the same without the lion. Join the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance today. Visit sdzwa.org. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 DQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. Pardon us while we butt in with a little common sense. Hey. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah. 